You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. So the first time I heard and saw Brian Houston, I was in Hillsong Phoenix for the first time. And when it came time for the sermon to happen, they dragged a screen onto the stage in Phoenix and they started playing a recording of Brian speaking. And I remember trying to understand what he was saying because his accent was so thick that I was just like, my face was like frowning, like not pitting everything together. And when I started to finally understand what he was saying, I started to realize that he wasn't that great of a preacher. It was more of a motivational speech. And he said he was going to give us a list on how to be a better person, for example. And he never finished the list. He only got to the first point. So it was hilarious to me the fact that this man who is like, quote unquote, the big eagle within Hillsong at the time, didn't preach and wasn't charismatic in comparison to other people. So when I see him and and from that experience moving forward, I quickly knew that he was just a white man, a white heterosexual man who got lucky to have the platform he did because of his father, obviously. But now seeing his downfall and him being removed from Hillsong and the board, it seems to me like his luck has run out. You're listening to False Prophets, Hillsong, the story of a megachurch and its followers. I am Noemi Uribe, and I used to be a part of Hillsong, but I left, and now I'm telling my story. I suppose his luck has run out in a way. And this is journalist L. Hardy, getting the inside story that Hillsong didn't want to tell. But just seeing his houses in Sydney, he's certainly still living a very charmed and blessed life. He's exceptionally wealthy. He has a, a beautiful you know, mansion out in the hills. He has an apartment on Bondi Beach, probably the best real estate in Australia. Um, he's still jetting around the world, uh, visiting friends in, in Europe and the United States. So I guess, you know, public humiliation sounds like a pretty horrible thing to go through. Um, but, but in terms of his general circumstances, um, 
he's he's still got a lot of luck on his side. I've recently returned to my hometown of Sydney to take a closer look at the Houston lifestyle. We're on our way to Brian and Bobby Houston's house. It's in the upmarket suburb of Glenhaven, about 15 minutes from Hillsong's headquarters. It's a very nice manicured suburb, but it's quiet. It's There's almost an eeriness out here. There's no kids riding their bikes around. Feels a bit walled off. And maybe that's why the Houstons like it. It's only a few miles from the school hall where Hillsong was started by Brian and Bobby in the 1980s, with just a few followers. But it's a world away from this lifestyle and wealth. It's, yeah, a little leafy cul-de-sac. There's some sort of bushland that's looking over. But they're quite nice. They're, they're, they're big houses. They're modern houses. They're, I think the word is McMansions, but I'm not sure if that's too disparaging. You know, some of the houses have, have letters spelt out instead of the numbers. Brian's come a long way. He was born in New Zealand, and both his parents were in the Salvation Army. His father, Frank, was a preacher too. Um, lots of beautiful trees, but it's, it certainly is a well-heeled area and a private area, to, to the point where I wonder if, you know, we do another lap or two that someone might come out and take down our number plate. But one of their, their children, their, their youngest daughter, Laura, lives nearby here, so we're going to go check out her place quickly as well. Laura, her husband Peter, and her brothers Benjamin and Joel are all part of the Hillsong Empire. It's a family affair. So we're coming up to Brian and Bobby Houston's house. Your destination is on the left. I think it's this one up here. She said it's a huge gate. Does that look like a huge gate to you? This looks like a pretty big gate, huge brick, sort of metal spikes, wow, it does look pretty grand, house fit for a preacher king. And you can enjoy the lifestyle too, because the house is now for sale. This is what the sales pitch says. No expense has been spared in this sensational property designed for a spectacular entertainer's lifestyle. For about three million US dollars, all this can be yours, including walk-in wardrobes, a pool, and a hot tub. We're out the front of Brian and Bobby's house. Oh fuck, there's a car pulling out. Some of the Houstons are checking out me and my producer, Sharon. But it's okay, we're on public property. We're just hanging there. Are they going? Not there. up to check us out. Hey there. Uh, we don't have a camera, we're just recording some audio. Yeah. For a podcast. Okay. We're happy to chat to you guys. We're happy to have a chat to you guys if you want. Pardon? Cheers. All the best. That's Laura and Peter. Yeah, he's still on the board. Fuck. 
I reckon, I'm wondering if one of the neighbours said something, or how did they know we were here? They saw us walking. But they, they were, might have a camera. Um, yeah. Sorry, my heart's going million miles an hour yeah, now. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, no, 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 it's just, you know. Which, yeah. Um, do you see the look? I don't know if you saw the look on Laura's face, but she yeah. just, she looked filthy. Oh, did she? Yeah, she was not happy. We just had a bit of a confrontation with one of their children. They reversed the car out. It was uh, Laura and Peter. Laura's their, their youngest daughter. And they had their kids in the car and they reversed up and they asked us what we were doing here and, and why we had cameras and if we were recording. Yeah, we just, just said that we would love to speak to them, but they didn't seem interested and, and drove off. Uh, so yeah, that was a bit of an interesting experience when you've been writing about people. I'd love for them to speak with me but I don't think that they ever will. Time to head off to Hillsong Church, and there are a few to choose from in Sydney. We're going to an inner city one in the Waterloo area. In 500 metres, turn right onto Century Circuit. I had a piece in a newspaper this morning with some leaked emails uh, from the Houston family when all of the problems were going down with, with Brian being forced to resign back in March 2022. And it's so interesting how much of this stuff is circulating in the church. Sources of mine inside and formerly of the church were already messaging me at nine o'clock this morning. It's really interesting to see just how much this stuff spreads like wildfire, that there are a lot of people that just really want the Houstons to be brought back to earth. The story was about leaked emails from two of the Houston children, Benjamin and Laura. They sent the board emails on March 20, and they're very emotional. And it really, I think what they really show, which is most interesting to me, is that the Houstons consider the church their church. It's the family firm. They think that they, they built it from the ground up. Whereas if you speak to a lot of current and former Hillsong members, they say, no, 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 this is our church. It's a community asset. We built this with our labour, with our people, with our love, with our commitment. And that's really at the heart of the, of the power struggle at, at the moment in the church is people saying that the Houstons need to recognise that, you know, they were obviously a huge part of its success and its growth, but it, it's time for them to go. And... I don't think that any of the children certainly are seen as natural leaders or, or heirs to the church. And, and Brian did not have a succession plan in place. He thought he had a, another good 10 years or so. He's 67 now. He's a very fit guy and he does not want to give up control. So I certainly think that we're going to be seeing this playing out for a long time to come. This is a time of real jeopardy for Hillsong. Sure, it's faced scandals before, but this time it's brought down the top guy. Brian Houston has been forced out after an investigation into inappropriate behaviour towards two women. Now, for many people in Australia, Brian Houston was Hillsong. And while the Houstons plan their next move, the Hillsong board installs an interim leader and argues about how to protect the church. And followers? Let's find out how they're feeling. Turn right, then your destination will be on the left. We're at 
Hillsong Waterloo, which is the city campus. And it's Sunday morning and a lot of young, happy people are walking out of church. So we thought we'd go up to a few of them and, and have a word. I was just making a, a podcast about the church and we sort of want to tell both sides. So we're just wondering um, uh, if you guys go. No. <laughs> okay. <Thank you. laughs> to be honest, that's the kind of response I think we're going to get. You just don't get many people who still go to Hillsong talking about it. Um, there is certainly a perception that has been fed to them for many years that, that the media is always telling the wrong story and the media has always been against the church and the Houstons and that the media only cares about the money. We're just wondering, um, we're just making a podcast about the church and we're trying to tell both sides. We just want to know what, what you love about your church. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What, what's everything? Community. Family. I attribute everything good in my life to this church. I've been born in the church. I've been there since I was a little kid, and I love it. It's where all my friends are, it's where my family is. I love worship, I love the community, I love going to dinners Sunday night with church. I love being able to lead kids on their journey on Fridays as a youth leader. It's one of the most fulfilling things in the entire world. You come here and you might be broken. You might not feel like you have a place in this crazy world. You come here and... Everyone's really welcoming. They welcome you with open arms. They don't judge you for, you know, what you've done. Do you feel that Hillsong gets a bit of a rough ride in the media? Church is not a place of perfect people at all. Like, I don't think anyone's claiming that or, you know, and I think, like, um, we're just imperfect people. Yeah. Uh, Look, I think the main thing is that the community is fantastic. Everyone's, you know, loves on each other. Um, and obviously we're Christians and so we find it's a really good place to worship, full of authenticity and genuine people all around. People use the word community a lot and I'm yeah. really interested in that concept of what that means in relation to the church. Well, I think, well, this is a good example. This is Keith. We met him at church um, and we see each other every week and we basically hang out, not just at church, but outside of church as well. So when we talk about community, we're talking about that, that sense of family. Um, so, yeah. I was going to say, it does really feel like family because we have so many new people coming here all the time and we welcome a lot of new people and it's just an ever-growing community and family. It's something uh, that's really different. It's just growing so much. So, And we welcome everyone, from the newborns to like people who are in their 80s or 100s or whatever. So yeah, we're really happy to have everyone here to just become part of this awesome family. Hillsong's been given a bit of a rough trot in the media lately. How do you guys feel about that? It's not really lately. It's been for as long as I've known living in Sydney. Yeah. <laughs> I think the way that we navigate is we have a personal experience of Hillsong and we don't, it's not like based on what people have said or what we've read. It's actually our own personal experience and nothing can really trump that. And it's the media. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you, and it's sometimes one person's perspective and we have experienced the leadership here. We know personally some of the leaders and the pastors and we've been mentored by them and we absolutely adore them. And a lot of it comes down to our faith and our personal walk with God and, and that's the lens that we use to view things like scrutiny and, and stuff in the church. Everything's being shaken, but this is, I think, a small part of what's in the long term so we believe that we're just gonna continue to grow continue to do what we need to do 
I really enjoyed speaking to Keith and his friends just now because for me, they're really typical Hillsongers. They're aware of the issues. They're, they're not necessarily shying away from them, but they're able to square it by saying that humans are imperfect, that we're all sinners before God, that, that God is the only one that's perfect. Ultimately, what we seem to keep coming back to of why people are staying in the church is they just like the sense of community. You'll still find a lot of people now saying, well, it's our church, it's not the Houston's church. A lot of people, Brian is just a figure that's on the TV sometimes. Their connection is, is much more deep and real within the church. The notable thing from when I went inside is how much the attendances have dropped from when I was there in January. Still very much the same crowd, representative of the local area, lots of young people but attendances would be down at least half or two-thirds on the amount of people that I saw in January. Pretty significant. It's difficult to say for sure, but, but considering I've been told that attendances are, are down at a lot of the places, I, I think it's pretty safe to assume that attendances are down here and the reason is the scandal, the embarrassment. Maybe some people are just finding new churches. Hillsong has a lot of imitators and sometimes it's just easier to go to a different church. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. <laughs> I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Just to give you a sense of the turmoil that went on behind the scenes, there were real divisions about whether Brian Houston should be forced out of the church he founded. He has loyal supporters as well as critics. 
I've seen a letter that Hillsong's Head of People and Development, John Mays, wrote to the board just before Brian was sacked. He described Brian as a man who saw himself as beyond disciplinary boundaries and normal societal expectations. He dismissed an investigation into Brian's behaviour as dribble. Finally, he calls on the board to consider removing Brian permanently from his position in Hillsong, along with his wife. Within days that happened. No wonder security guards outside the church are feeling nervous about journalists. Hey, how are you? Hey. Hey. I'm Isaac. Oh, hey, how you going? Good, I'm on the venue team uh, here at church. Oh, cool. Yeah, I heard that you're doing potentially some sort of reporting or something. We're just doing box pops. What's that? So oh, that's just ask people that's what they think. She's doing a okay. she's doing a voicer and then we ask people what they think. So Okay. Yeah. There's no filming? No. No. No, just audio. Audio? Yeah. Okay. Just audio. Okay. Yeah. 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 Thank, Thank you. you. Isaac from the venue team came out. They have a lot of volunteers in different positions and, and they certainly have a, a production and venue teams and there he certainly looks like the, the head of security and the security guard went and told him that I had a look around. They clearly don't want us in there, and that we're you know we're outside in public property, so that's fine. And, and they just said that we can't uh, take photos inside because there are children around. But but yeah, they they're clearly not thrilled by us being here. A lot of Hillsong insiders won't talk publicly, but one is so angry about the investigation into Brian that she decided to speak out. Details of his behaviour are pretty sketchy. The most recent incident centres on 40 minutes Brian spent in a woman's hotel room. He says he can't remember what happened, but he does say that he'd been taking pills and booze. My contact feels fobbed off by the church, but talking publicly would cause a rift in the community and in her family. So her words are spoken by an actor. It kind of brought a whole level of shock into learning who these people really are. And maybe this is the tip of the iceberg of what We've been fed for copious amounts of years. So when all this other stuff came out, it was like, ah, okay. It all brings it back to what's this narcissist behaviour the whole time. And I look back, I'm like, literally in horror. It was great at the beginning, but when did it turn from being about people to about you and your needs being met and your fame and your celebrity status? And I think what it's turned into is, yeah, it's disgusting disgusting. I don't think they will come back to Hillsong Church as it is. I think they will relaunch their careers somehow. If they ever come back, I'm leaving because then it's all a joke. Bondi Beach is the iconic picture of Sydney. It's sunshine, beautiful people, Everyone's in in the ocean surfing, going for a run with their dog along the promenades, people doing yoga and and meditating, sitting outdoors at the cafes. It's a real place to see and be seen, and it's the lifestyle capital of Sydney. And needless to say, property here is pretty expensive. I've come to Bondi because it's the second home of Brian and Bobby Houston, and it's kind of emblematic of everything that's gone wrong with the church. Their apartment is in a prime real estate position right on the south end of the beach. They'd probably be able to just throw open their curtains and watch the beach each morning. The property's worth around two million US. And for a second home, that's quite a lot of money and it's really a long way from what the church started out as and from what people who have given so much to the church over the years feel. 
they felt that they're building a community, that they're building a, a place to do good in the world. They are absolute mega celebrities within the Christian pastor circuit, particularly in the US, because they changed the business model. They made it okay to be this brand. And so many preachers and churches around the world wanted to emulate that. A number of them bought into the Hillsong umbrella where they give you know 5% of all their profits to the overarching Hillsong church to get the branding, to get the training, to be more like Brian and Bobby. So even in parts of Africa and South America where there are Hillsong branches now, they're drawing huge numbers of congregants because people feel as though they're part of something bigger. It's not just their small local church, they felt as though they were part of a big global brand. And Brian and Bobby have always been the happy, friendly, good-looking, suave faces of that. Dramatic allegations have been levelled tonight against Hillsong. The megachurch is accused of breaking Australian law by sending millions of dollars overseas and then orchestrating an elaborate cover-up. On August the 12th, a statement of claim was filed in the courts in Australia with an employee of Hillsong's finance department. And this is just dynamite. The one thing that anyone that's looked into Hillsong over the last 10, 20 years has been trying to find out is how much money is there and where's it going? And this is the closest that we've gotten yet to looking at Hillsong's books. The employee made a number of complaints about the way that they were handling transferring money between different Hillsong entities and different Hillsong countries. And this employee is said to have downloaded some 40,000 documents. Court documents claim church leaders used tax-free money for large cash gifts to Hillsong's founder and his family. So some of the other interesting things that have come out of it, firstly, the sums of money that are being moved around, and this is charity money that, that people have given over in good faith. What's really interesting to me as a journalist is knowing the lawyer that's taken on her case is a very high profile lawyer that's affiliated with the labor movement in Australia. So often takes on high profile cases to embarrass big corporations and to set precedents. And so him taking on this case really makes me think that they want to flush these documents out of Hillsong. And that's obviously really exciting for someone like me. I'm Josh Bornstein. I'm the head of employment law at Morris Blackburn. I've represented many whistleblowers across public and private sector over many years. Josh Bornstein is representing Natalie Moses. She's the Hillsong whistleblower. It's important to remember the court is being asked to decide an employment or a fair work case. The court is not being asked to investigate Hillsong's finances. It has to decide whether Natalie Moses was treated unfairly by her employer, Hillsong. The case is about concerns Natalie Moses had about Hillsong and its finances, and whether her employment was terminated because she raised those concerns or for some other reason. It's the first time I've represented a whistleblower in a religious institution. I've tended to represent them either in big private sector companies or sometimes government bodies, but no, this is the first time in a religious setting that whistleblowers come to see me. Natalie Moses, like many whistleblowers, is someone with a very strong sense of ethics, a strong moral code, who is herself quite religious and who has worked in governance and financial management roles, if I can put it that way, in Hillsong for some years. Like many other whistleblower cases, these cases have a very similar trajectory. She has been raising concerns with progressive intensity or incrementally increasing the way in which she has raised concerns about financial matters in particular, governance, compliance with corporations law, tax law. 
charities law within a very complex financial empire that Hillsong is. And the matters continued to escalate to the point of having open disagreement with very senior executives within Hillsong. And then in another familiar twist, suddenly her access to information was cut off and she was under a disciplinary investigation allegedly because of accessing documents and was fearful that she was about to be sacked and that's when she contacted me. Whether the Hillsong documents are made public depends on whether the case ever comes to court and many cases like this are settled out of court so Natalie Moses' claims have not been tested and Hillsong disputes them. Here's Josh Bornstein again, talking about Ms Moses' concerns. This is a very complicated financial empire with multiple entities across the world, some with charitable status, which receive tax-deductible donations and are required to comply with relevant legislative standards in Australia. So there are concerns that companies within the Hillsong Empire are not complying with corporations' law, particularly about requirements that the law imposes when you transfer money from Australia overseas. There are concerns that Hillsong is encouraging followers to donate to them on the basis that their donations will be for tax-deductible purposes, but then using that money in a manner that's not properly tax-deductible. There are concerns that the, I think, 18 entities within the Hillsong Empire that have charitable status are not complying with legislative requirements for charities in Australia. There's very serious concerns that the charities regulator, which has commenced an inquiry into some of the Hillsong entities, is not being provided with accurate information in response to its questions, which is a pretty serious matter. There's concerns that tax law is not being complied with. There's concerns about excessive gifts, remuneration, unusual arrangements about designating musicians as pastors of the church, paying them significant salaries, which is at least in part tax deductible at the same time as they are receiving sometimes up to millions of dollars in royalties. There's just an enormous range of complex issues that Natalie Moses has raised in this proceeding. Hillsong is robustly defending the case. We invited the church to take part in this series, and it did not take up the offer. Hillsong filed its defence on the 14th of October 2022 and denies many of Moses' allegations. In its defence, the church denies Natalie Moses' central claim that she was unfairly suspended. Hillsong says she breached its IT policy and acted outside the scope of her role, including by downloading 40,000 documents over a weekend, many of them confidential, and then deleting her sent and deleted items when called into a meeting with a HR staff member. And on the accusations about its finances, Hillsong denies it deceived the Australian Charities Regulator, and it denies that Ms Moses was ever asked to help lie to the regulator. Hillsong says Ms Moses was reassured that if any issues were identified as part of the regulator's investigation, then Hillsong would move to correct the issue proactively. Hillsong also denies claims tax-free money was used for cash gifts to Brian Houston and his family, or that it represented to followers that certain donations were tax-deductible and then used that money for activities that were not tax-deductible. 
The church says an independent audit found that the Hillsong Foundation Trust has not breached its own trust deed or charity legislation. Hillsong also denies that it has not provided accurate information to the charity regulator or that it breached tax law by paying musicians as if they were pastors and therefore avoided tax liability. And on the accusations that the church breached rules with payments made to overseas entities, in its defence, Hillsong says that its international operations did not contravene the external conduct standards, which govern how a registered charity has to manage its activities outside of Australia. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. So, just to recap, this bombshell went off in August, only five months after Brian Houston's exit in disgrace. So Hillsong is still reeling when my contact inside the church gets in touch again as the Natalie Moses story breaks. When I saw the article, I guess my heart has gone straight out to Miss Moses. I feel that she is what we in the church used to say, brave women run in my family. Well, I'll tell you what, I think that is a definition of a brave woman. She's probably lost her job. She's probably been excluded. It doesn't read to me like she was trying to undermine her boss and do things against the flow. I feel like she was trying to protect the church. 
and she came across as being from a place of we need to be doing the absolute by the book. And while the new leadership of Hillsong is dealing with the Moses case, there are still divisions over the way that Brian Houston left the church. My contact is critical of the Houston leadership, but other people are still loyal to Brian and Bobby. I'm still not attending church in person. I watch online. I've got friends who are in the same camp as me, a lot of friends. And then I've got people who I'm observing who are the sheep following the Houstons who I actually thought better of. So there's this weird dynamic of people who are wanting to align with the Houstons and not seeing that they were the very biggest problem we had. I think there's a huge camp of we see exactly what's going on and we don't know what to do with this shit, which is kind of where I'm at. And then I think there are these sheeples who are, oh my God, Brian and Bobby, we love you forever. When it first came out, it was like a real massive shock, traumatic shock to the system. Because you believed in these people, you supported these people, poured mega bucks into the church personally to find out it's all a farce. Really? It's all a farce. It's basically a farce. It feels like it's been a generating money system for the Houston family. Was any of this really about the church? Because I'm finding that hard to join those dots. It feels like it's all about them. So, yeah. Where's the humility and the grace in this? There's none. Which tells me that all along, maybe they started off 39 years ago with the right intentions, but somewhere along the line, it became about them, their power, their reputation. And yeah, I find that conflicting, very conflicting. The man dealing with the fallout is Pastor Phil Dooley, Hillsong's interim leader. He's a very different character from the Big Eagle, Brian Houston. He's more low-key, and he doesn't have Brian Houston's political connections. So we're heading up to a sausage sizzle, which is known as Democracy Sausage. So polling places in Australia are almost always schools. And traditionally, they're allowed to host a fundraiser for their school at the same time. So for a dollar or two, you get a sausage on a barbecue in a bit of bread. This is federal election day in Australia. Hillsong under Brian Houston had friends in very high places. Prime Minister Scott Morrison name-checked him when he was first elected and remained a supporter for many years. Scott Morrison didn't attend Hillsong Church, but he was a good friend of Brian's. In fact, he helped him get a photo op at the White House with President Trump. It's a very Australian tradition that everyone loves doing on the day, and it's uh, yeah, it's part of the reason <laughs> voting's compulsory here, so uh, you've got to come along and wait in line for five or ten minutes, so it's a perk of the obligation, I suppose. Okay. Here you go. And it, as it turns out, there's a spare half. So if you give it back to me, we'll just pop that in. There you go. I don't know how we ended up with a spare half, but we did. Scott Morrison lost this election, and the new government has announced inquiries into a number of projects with links to Hillsong. You Have you had a sausage today yet? I'm a, I'm a vegetarian, so it's not really my thing. But the most serious test yet for Brian Houston personally is coming. It links back to his past and to his late father, Frank. Pastor Houston, do you wish to take the oath or the affirmation? The oath, please. 
<clears throat> Could you raise the Bible in your right hand, please, and repeat after me? I swear by Almighty God. I swear by Almighty God. That the evidence I shall give. That the evidence I shall give. In this royal commission. In this royal commission. Shall be the truth. Shall be the truth. The whole truth. The whole truth. And nothing but the truth. And nothing but the truth. Thank this you. is Brian Houston giving evidence to a public inquiry known as a royal commission hearing in 2014. It's looking into allegations of child abuse. And um, you've prepared a statement for the Royal Commission? Yes, I have. Dated the 28th of September 2014? Yes. Are there any changes you wish to make to that uh, statement? No. Uh, do you say it's true and correct to the best of your knowledge? Yes. I tender the statement. 18009. The hearing heard that allegations emerged in 1999 that Frank Houston sexually abused a child in the 1970s. Brian Houston was the national president of the Assemblies of God in Australia at the time, a powerful organisation that oversaw many churches in Australia, including Hillsong. Brian Houston confronted his father, who confessed to the abuse. So my father retired in May 1999 from senior pastor role. At the time, it seemed very rushed that he suddenly asked me if I would take on the church and now with hindsight, I think we know some of the reasons why that is. After hearing Brian Houston's evidence, the commissioners decided that he and the National Executive of Assemblies of God did not refer the allegations against Frank Houston to police. They decided that Brian had a conflict of interest. He has always argued that the victim did not want the abuse reported to police. After a two-year investigation, in 2021, police charged Brian Houston with concealing child abuse. Brian Houston has always vehemently denied the charges. It all seems a long way from the church that Noemi became a part of in Boston. And these shadows from the past sometimes seem remote to Hillsong followers in Australia today. But what we have to remember is this case is part of a much bigger picture. It's part of a massive undertaking in Australia to examine abuses of the past and try to bring some sort of justice. It's so interesting to hear your first impressions of Brian because coming from Australia, it was always Brian Houston's Hillsong. So it's interesting to hear that in America, it wasn't so much to do with the Houston family. I'm really interested, I guess, that, you know, did you sort of look into Hillsong at all before you joined or was it just getting caught up in the way that it made you feel once you were in that room and finding a new home, as they call it? No, I did not look into it beforehand. Because, yes, I did get caught up in the feel and the look of it. I knew that Hillsong had come from Australia, but that was pretty much it. I didn't really care too much to look deeper. When I first heard of Brian and heard him speak at Hillsong Phoenix in the recording, it kind of seemed weird to me. But I felt like, okay, well, if I attend a local church, I won't hear from him much. And here and there, probably once a year, we would get a recording of Brian speaking. And to be completely even more honest and upfront, I really didn't sit in to listen to the messages because it was always focused on the local church and on the East Coast. Yeah, that, that's something I hear all the time. It was so much about those interpersonal relationships. And I always wonder how it felt just wheeling a TV screen out. That's so impersonal. But I guess I'm wondering, how did you feel when you started finding out all the stuff about Brian and his father, that the guy who's the head of the church had all of this stuff in his background? 
I had heard about it briefly and a lot of people within the church and leaders and pastors kept saying like they would be frustrated like oh again they're bringing this up again like I thought he had already addressed this so when I saw that for me it was like okay this is interesting I'm not sure what's happening I started looking into it a little bit more and to be completely honest I don't find that surprising because I grew up in church My dad was a pastor, my uncles are pastors, close family friends are pastors, and we saw a lot of things. I unfortunately saw a lot of sexual misconduct and sexual assault and pedophilia and never saw it come to a legal matter because the church is really good at hiding it. Now that I've been in therapy and now that I've been learning more, and as you know better, you do better. I've been reaching out to some people and asking them, how are they actually doing? And if they want to come forward and that they have my full support, like I want to be on the better side now of being able to share those. Because when I heard about them, I was a kid. I couldn't say anything and I didn't have any authority. But now as an adult, I want to be part of that change. Since my trip to Sydney, I've discovered that Brian and Bobby Houston's Bondi property has been sold. Brian Houston has been preaching in the United States and Australia, and he's contradicted a lot of the Hillsong narrative around his departure. He says, I didn't resign because of mistakes I'd made, but because Hillsong made my position untenable. And he says details of his mistakes were made public, so people's imaginations ran wild, but his perspective wasn't reflected by the church. Brian Houston also denies that he's an alcoholic or that he has a problem with prescription drugs. And in the end, he comes out fighting saying, I'm flawed, I have been humbled, but I'm not living in disgrace and my head is held high. In the next episode of False Prophets, it's time to share more of my personal story. It's all about what I wish I would have known about Hillsong and sexuality before I got in so deep. I thought I'd found a place that was welcoming and affirming, but that was far from the truth and it caused me so much harm. And I'm not the only one. A story from Hillsong's past is still causing pain today. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, 
Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.